Warning, what follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I'm the one known as Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. All right. Oh, hello. Greetings. Good on. What? Good day. Let's uh-huh. get it. Let's do this. Yep. Cool. All right. Anyways. All right. So today I'm going to. What do you think? What are you doing? Do you tell me a story? I'm going to tell you a story. Cool. I like when that happens. Uh, it's going to start. We're going to we're going to make a we're going to make a recipe. Oh, kinda. I like that. We're gonna build up a recipe. What are we doing? Like a cake? Like a cocktail? Uh, soup. S- okay. Maybe. Just I'll, you know, just like how all those things. There's many ingredients that go into it, right? Sure, for sure, yeah. And so we're gonna simplify some of these down because some of them are very complex in our nation's history. Oh, sure. But we, we don't want to be one of those like a cooking blogs that you know goes off on tangents before it tells you the the, the ingredients you need to. Right. Yeah, I got it. Good. Yeah. Okay. Also, anything with my nation's history, <laughs> if I was a cat, it makes my ears go, oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to the South. This country's history, there is something else. Georgia, specifically. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, uh, my God. Northern Georgia. Yeah. Well, back in the... Uh, Oh, God. Mid-1800s? Oh, God. Early to mid-1800s? Oh, not a good time. There was a period of time where we decided that we were going to move all of the Native Americans, the indigenous people that have lived there for thousands of years. Yeah. What did uh, this nation decide to do about... Uh, We're going to move them to Oklahoma. You know, it's very similar in climate and geography. Georgia and Oklahoma. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. So that involves the uh, Cherokee uh, people being forced across the United States. Yeah. Uh, in what was known as the Trail of Tears. It's not a it's not a good thing. Well, that's our first ingredient. This is not a good <laughs> bowl of soup. No. Um, I don't think this soup is going to taste very good. No. Okay. So then... Can, that's obviously a pretty hard thing on a people and yeah it's fucked up uh perhaps a location mhm yes a lot of people who knows what kind of horrors might have been seen there right several lots awful but then we're going to okay then the Civil War happened. All right, so we'll sprinkle in a little bit of like genocide. Then there's a country in turmoil, mm-hmm. which I mean, we know, you know, that was fighting over a thing about things also. Yeah. And so there were, uh, Georgia specifically was Atlanta. That's where, I believe that's where Sherman's March to the Sea ended, right? 
I don't know. I don't pretty know close to I don't know it there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he definitely. I don't know what. I honestly, God, I wish I'm an idiot. I wish I knew where it ended. But yeah, I mean, he spent his time. In I Atlanta. mean, he definitely did some yeah, he's things like, oh. to Atlanta. It's like this has got to go. Pretty sure they burned it down. Yeah, it all went down. Um, so we're near Atlanta. I just love the rebellion too, like they rebel against the United States, but they're like not like this as the Union just burns down like one of their major cities. <sighs> mm-hmm. So yeah, Atlanta's on fire. So Atlanta's on fire. Um, you know, obviously slavery was doomed to end. Correct at that point. Yeah, good. Well, I guess. Uh, so that's another like pretty impactful thing on a location. I don't like the soup. It's a little and, bitter. And there was a interesting video I watched on YouTube about kind of about the topic we're getting kind of getting into here. Sure. That was put on by the Gwinnett Public Library and okay. I believe that's the county that we're kind of in or near Atlanta. Okay. Uh and it talked about a lot of interesting stuff from the Civil War that it was just kind of we weren't taught it in general in history class or sure. Uh it's more local yeah. kind of stuff too. For sure. It was pretty interesting. So when I'll tell you what that you'll figure it out. You can look it up once I tell you what the topic we're really getting into here. Of course, is. I understand. But uh there were some interesting things there about I believe it was a field order from Sherman. I gotta go off memory on this. Sure. Um that and Lincoln had accepted it or like allowed it to go through where freed slaves that had followed Sherman, I believe I could be mixing this up a little bit, but they were supposed to be given 40 acres and a mule. Correct. And that's kind of a thing that stuck. Absolutely. It was a promise. Yep. It was taken as a promise. And this is part of that strip of land that people were promised, I believe. And then Abraham Lincoln was assassinated. Yeah, what happened after that? Everything was fine, right? Uh, The guy that took over after him. He was a good guy, right? What was his name? Johnson, Andrew Johnson. Andrew Johnson, yeah. Rescinded that order. Yeah, first person to be impeached because he was a Southern Democrat in the Union. Great idea to have your vice president and president be different parties. Good job. Yeah. So he rescinded that order. And so land that a bunch of now free slaves... Had been under under the impression or the belief that right. they were going to be given this fertile land to start yep. farms and families and I mean, towns. And nice, more than deserved. And it was a reparation of sorts, you know. Yeah, it was necessary. Well, that was gone. Yeah, good job. Or removed. So that's going to add a little bit more spice to our. So for, we got a lot of cool. Uh, Quote unquote. Well, I didn't cool. say it was a good soup. <laughs> That's what I mean. They said again, the sarcasm is the seething. It's a good quote unquote uh, concoction we're brewing right here. Just a lot of a, a lot of the worst of America, which yeah. is also essential to its existence, which is also not not heartening. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well. Well, so we're gonna continue on. In yeah. Sure. Just turn the heat up a little bit. Yeah. Cook our broth some more to a light simmer. So we're getting closer to our destination here. 
Hell? Well, yes. All right. Maybe. Okay. Um, in the early 1900s. Oh, moving along. In the south. Sure. Um, <sighs> the, what was it called? The Civil War Reforma- Reformation? No, that's not the right thing. What, like as a celebration? No, 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 no. Oh, we're not celebrating like the Civil War? the post-Civil War. Or Reconstruction? Reconstruction. Yeah, that's, that's, that's been failed hard by this point. Yeah, and Complete so... Collapse. We, so we're back into... There were some Jim Crow. Yeah. And in 1912, um, race, racial tensions are heightened again. Well, they've never really gone away. It's just been a, it's been a, yeah, it's been a, but they've been building to another event, let's say. Of course. It's been a whole society of second class citizens. Mm -hmm. Um, a 22 year old white woman named Ellen Grice. These stories never, these aren't good stories. Believed, claimed that two black men tried to rape her, but were scared off when her mother, I guess, showed up or something sure uh so that stirred up the white people got angry and again uh it doesn't take much to stir up the whites no and so things were heated with that and yeah at the time this area has a i believe it was about 10 percent black population okay uh a Black preacher spoke out and against the two men or five men that were arrested for the assault. Uh, he claimed that there was no evidence that to hold all five women for this or men. Sure. Sorry. No, I know you're And he claimed that one may have been in a consensual relationship with the girl. Uh, the white people were so outraged by that they started beating him with a horse whip and nearly beat him to death yeah on the steps of the courthouse well until police i believe intervened so yeah. tensions are ratcheting up uh, tensions are bad they're already bad they're already they're, i mean they're just they're always they're consistently bad and it takes like nothing to get this shit going so a week later an 18-year-old white woman named Macro oh, was no. allegedly raped, but most definitely beaten, and ended up dying from her wounds. Okay. Was found in the woods. Okay. Um, so, I just say allegedly raped, because I don't think there was any okay, like, evidence of it. No, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm it's assu- entirely possible. I don't know. And I'm assuming, well, they, they just want to go with the worst case scenario. And I assume we don't know for sure who actually killed this woman. Right. So they don't know who did this. Uh, well, until they find a small pocket mirror at the scene that is supposedly belonged to Ernest Knox, a 16 year old black boy from coming Georgia. He was arrested at home. And then was tortured or put under duress. Tortured. Both, you can say. Uh, subjected to a mock lynching, which got a f- confession out of him. Can't imagine why. So eventually, I believe it was five 
were arrested. Uh, a group of, yeah, f- of four additional men were arrested mm-hmm. and taken into custody as accomplices. All of them uh, were black men. Uh, of course. The, they were arrested and put in the prison or jail, local jail, uh-huh. to stand trial when uh, an angry mob yeah, of, course. of 2,000 white people the Im- stormed the county jail. The amount of people involved in these things is always insane. It's ridiculous. 2,000 people? That's so many people. They have nothing else to do but this. Well, they grabbed who was believed to be the ringleader or the one responsible for the murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, which was Big Rob Edwards. Uh, they dragged him from the jailhouse, hanged him from a telephone pole, and then proceeded to shoot him with shotguns and pistols until um. he was basically unrecognizable. Yeah, they're going to do that. Bad. Bad ingredient. They're going to do that. This is an all. This soup is shitty. Yeah. This soup is bad. It's real bad. This is a bad concoction. This should not be served in the restaurant <laughs> of anyone's anywhere. No. Um, so then mm-hmm. there is a group of, I don't even know how many it was, but... It's basically become a race war for of course it is. It's already, yeah, it white is. people in the area at this point. Of course. And again, they don't need much of an excuse to do this. So I believe they were calling themselves Night Riders. Great. They gave themselves a name. Yeah. And they would go around and they were terrorists. Of uh, course. They were shooting through windows. Terrorism, uh, for sure. Running people out of town. I mean, first, threatening murder. First terrorism laws in this country are against the Klan. Yeah. It's all racial. So that goes on. And... Mm-hmm. 1,100 black people from this area are forced from their homes or leave out of just terror. It's time to go. Yeah. Uh, They're done with it. Yeah. Well, they survival. Yeah. There's barely, there's not really a choice here. Yeah. So now you have people forced from their homes. Right. Another exodus. Yeah. And in not a good way. None of this has been good. Nope. Very bad. Yeah, so uh, I forget what the number went down to, but basically they all left. Yeah, out of survival. Right. Was this about like nineteen twelve ish? That was during. That was like immediately after that, and like a couple, like through some time. It eventually. Some of the night riders, as they called themselves, were arrested, and it kind of ended after that point. I don't remember how long that was, but it was like a couple months or something. Like it was enough that it was prolonged. Yeah, it's a consistent war. Terror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to move ahead into the future. All right. Or our past, the future of our timeline. Sure. Right now, the soup is looking real frothy. It's really starting to bubble over a little bit. It's getting pretty toxic. Mm hmm. Don't know if it's fit for human consumption. Maybe. But it'll give you some bad pains. But it's getting cooked. 
Oh, and I should have mentioned the town where that was happening was called Oscarville. Okay. It's kind of important. Sure. A uh, little, little detail. Sure. It was in Forsyth County. Okay. So now, moving ahead. Sure. Um, Post-World War II. Okay. We're in the mid-40s. Okay. You know, things are progressing a little. Sure. Uh, hydroelectricity has become a thing. Fancy? hmm The Congress of 1946 uh, authorized the Buford Dam. And it would be located in Georgia. Nice. Along the Chattahoochee River, where it would... It would draw its hydroelectric power, and it would create a reservoir for the city of Atlanta. Useful. So where they would draw their water. It would also prevent future flooding. Mm-hmm. Sure. So Important things. Right in the area that we've been talking about. Yes. Is Oscarville. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So... Oscarville, here we are. The government has decided that they are going to buy all the land because they're going to flood it. Oh, it's one of these things. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> uh-huh. So, there's at this point, uh, there's not a lot. I think there's like 58 black families left in the area. Uh-huh. Uh, when this... I could be mixing up my timeline a little bit here, but... I don't think so. Um, so they're going to flood a bunch of black homes? Yeah, there's. I mean, there's other people oh, living there, too. God. But, like, this used to be before they were all scared out. I'm, yeah, terrorized into... Yeah. Forced out, I should say. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. But, yes. So they all their land is... They buy it for cheap. Of course they do. Here's something better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so you but also I, have people that have lived on this land for years, too, uh-huh. and they they raise their families there, so they're tied it's, to the land as well. It's their home. People usually are tied to the places they grew up and where they lived. Yeah, so you're adding different exoduses of forced exoduses of different people. Right. And all people that are you know, attached to this place that they called home. Yeah, there's a lot of expulsions. Mm-hmm. And... The hydro dam, hydroelectric dam, was eventually constructed. I, it finished in nineteen fifty-six. That took a second. Yeah, it took some time, um, and it didn't fill right away. You know, it you're redirecting water. Yeah, it takes, and it's a lot of water, uh-huh. and it ended up filling over time and where is the number of gallons that it had it's a lot of water yes tons of water it took years to fill a shit ton uh maybe not years but maybe years yeah it reached its full pool level in 1958 a year later than it was expected to uh because of droughts. Sure. So now we've really made our soup. 
Yeah, it's a literal body of soup. Yep. With water and terror and pain and suffering and just a lot of bad shit. A lot of bad shit. So let's uh, keep adding more ingredients. Oh, good. We're not done. No, we're not done. Not quite. We're almost there. Uh, This is now called Lake Lanier. Okay. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. So, any of the YouTube stuff I was talking about, any of that stuff, yes, you want to look up, it is called Lake Lanier. Perfect. And you can look that up. Perfect. So, when the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, I believe, is who overtook this, or undertook, whatever, they made it. They took it. Yeah. For many people, it seems like. Uh, they went through... And they knew the level of the water mm-hmm. was supposed to get to. Like all the math had been done. Yeah, all that stuff, right? Uh huh. So they went around and they leveled most of the buildings. Sure. They cut down any of the tall trees. They removed things that they were worried in the future could maybe cause damage or harm to boats. Okay. Uh, this was never intended to be a recreational area okay there's a water it was yeah, supposed just to be to store water flood prevention water. yeah water water for the city sure so they went through and they did all that um trying to prevent anything that could cause problems in the future yeah so there were about 20 cemeteries in this area they went through and they removed most of the bodies they're never going to get them all. They're not going to get them all because they... They don't know. They only knew who to contact if they were marked headstones. Well, there's that. And if they were unmarked, they got left. I have to imagine with all the trauma that this area has had, mm-hmm. and it goes relatively far back into uh, our history. It does. There's probably a lot of unmarked ones. For sure. And they said they didn't take them. Nope. So that's uh, another ingredient just in there. Just imagine like going through this process and just be like, good enough. Yeah. We're not going to get them all right. Whatever. Government work. Yeah. Steady paycheck. Whatever. Yeah. Done. So what do we know about trauma, graveyards, mm-hmm. and, and water? Everything. We know all the things. Is that a recipe for uh, anything but soup? The supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, hell and terror and pain on earth. Generally speaking, when it comes to spirits and ghosts, it leads to some paranormal activities. Mm-hmm. The energy is disturbed. It's not pleasant. And supposedly water is a... Well, spiritual, conductor? spiritual energy is, in fact, energy. It's an electric type of thing, if this is what we're talking about. And uh, water conducts electricity. It conducts energy. It's a conductor. Yeah, so Lake Lanier is, this should come as no surprise at this point, supposedly haunted. For sure. Mm-hmm. It now sees nearly 11 million recreational visitors well, now it's party per time. year. And now it's party time. Which is a large amount of people. It's a massive amount of people. Mm-hmm. So there's some weird stuff about this lake. 
Sure. Since it became a lake, uh-huh. uh, nearly 700 people have died in it. It's a lot of people. Two, 200 have died since 1994, I believe. That's not unrecent. It's about well, the last 30 years, so it's approximately, yeah. we'll say 10 to 12, uh, 10. Sure. A month, maybe? Sure. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying sure because whatever the average is, it's people consistently dying. Or 10 a year, sorry. Either way. People consistently dying. Math's off. Math's hard. Doing leisurely activities in a lake where people shouldn't be dying. but uh, Compared to other nearby lakes with similar oh, good. amounts of visitors. I like the, t- the variable testing. Uh, it's about 66% higher. Well, that's a lot. It's <laughs> pretty significant. <laughs> Yeah, that's a uh, plenty full. Uh, that's plenty. Uh, that's uh, plenty of an increase, full of dead situations. Twenty-seven people that have drowned or gone missing in the lake have never been recovered. Well, they're not going to find them down there. No. Just left to nature to exist somewhere. So uh, the one thing I have written down here, yes, is I. And that's what gave me the soup idea, is I just put layers of despair soup. <laughs> this is despair soup, for sure. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. It's horrifying. It's awful. So on top of that, uh huh, we got a... There's some unique murders around here. I mean, it's a popular area. Yeah, and more people breed more things. Yeah, yes. Uh, but there's some weird stuff. Mm-hmm. People see, supposedly, will see things come out of the water and grab people and pull them in. If I was to ask, like, define things. Mostly just seeing arms is my understanding. Don't like it. No. Uh, Not a fan. So, supposedly, some people see people underwater that are not really there don't like that either swimming uh people supposedly feel things grab their legs pull them people that have been near drowning have said they were being pulled under of course of course they have i mean it's the thing that adds to the the creepiness of this lake is what is people say it's unusually murky divers that dive in the area in different lakes say it's unusually murky. I mean, that could be anything, but that's what evil, that's what evil does. It's been noted that it's un. nobody's ever said evil's light. Yeah. It's dark. It's darkness. Uh, there's a diver, or divers have said that when they're down swimming below and like diving, yeah, uh, they'll feel limbs reach out and touch them. Ooh. And some say that when they're reaching, because it's murky mm-hmm. water, and I don't know why you would want to dive in murky water, and it sounds terrifying, but they'll reach out and That's a good question, feel actually. a hand or a leg, uh-huh. and it won't move. And then I guess it's not there then, though. Uh, yeah, creepy. I don't uh, like. I don't like going in water where I can't see my feet 
or below. I'm not going. I'm not going head under that water. No thanks. No. No, I'm not diving around. No, definitely not diving around. Um. Unless I'm in like some kind of battle submarine. There's also a good ghost story from here. Sure. It's got to be. Yeah. There was a two girls back in. I should, I should probably find this. In 1958, a Susie Roberts and Delia Mae Parker had stopped and got gas, and it was noted that they didn't pay for it and drove off. Rude. Yeah. Um, Obey the law. Yeah, so they took off, I guess, and went missing. That sucks. Yeah. These criminals. And... They're so, so they went missing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then for years after they had gone missing, there was a apparition crossing the Lake Lanier Bridge. Okay. Or it wasn't an apparition, but people saw a woman mm-hmm. who was looking around like she was lost or confused. Okay. Um, and she was wearing a blue dress. Okay. And some accounts say that she's missing her hands. Oh. When they look closer. Morbid. So, I think they were calling her the blue lady. Which is atypical, because usually it's women in white. Yeah. So, she'd be walking around the bridge, um, and then, you know, typical ghost stuff. Sure. Would be gone, or mm-hmm. when you look back. Yeah. A woman in blue dress. 30 years after the girls had gone missing, the car was found underneath the bridge. Oh, no. Or near the bridge. Sure. So they had supposedly, I mean, at this point, we they lost control, uh, spun out off the bridge where, oh. they, where they died. Uh, the body in the car was found wearing a blue dress and by some accounts missing both hands. We'll put that into the, uh, the file folder marked fucked up. Yeah. So 1990 something is when they found it. So it'd been a second. It'd been like, yeah, like 31 years or something. Ugh. Um, but people have been seeing this blue lady walking across the bridge and then to find her wearing a blue dress. Um, yeah. And I, some people think that the body of the other girl was found a year later from the accident. Uh, so like 1959. Oh, they found somebody washed ashore or something or floating? And then or? An unidentified body was floating and it was unidentifiable. So they cannot- or they, I think they got it through her dental records and they figured out it was... It was the woman from the other car? Yeah. But her, her, by some accounts, her hands were missing and her feet were missing. Or like her fingers. Yeah. So I think those get blended a little bit. Sure. But still kind of eerie that well, see a blue lady the blue, walking around. The blue dress, the blue dress. Is, the, uh, is the, uh, 
the standout attribute here. Yeah. So going back to what you were kind of hinting at when I said people are getting grabbed, people uh-huh. are seeing hands and stuff like that grab people and pull them down. Yes. Um, there's also, this place was stocked with fish, though. Sure. And supposedly there's what I saw some and described it as shark-sized catfish in here. Honestly, I could fucking believe it because catfish get giant. Yeah. And this is a pretty big lake. Yeah. Uh, so. these are That would be a monster. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. What kind of shark are we talking? Well, catfish. Shark-sized catfish. That's what I mean. Like what shark size? Oh, I don't know. Great white? I hope so. Can you imagine? That'd be a huge fish. What is that? Oh, my God. I don't think that's a, Is that a cat? Yeah. That's uh, a lion. One other thing that I don't know if it's out there, but I thought about it and I looked it up. Yeah. What is the what's the range of the American croc or American alligator? I mean, based on. It's pretty close to where we're at. Based on what I could fathom. I mean, it's hot down there. Yeah, so the range is actually like up to North Carolina, but it's like along the shores more. Sure, yeah. And but it is up into like the middle of Georgia. So and we're like in the northern so middle part of maybe, Georgia. Maybe a couple could have made so, their way up there. I wouldn't completely rule it out, is all I can think. Or if somebody dropped off their pet gator in some place where it could live. Yep. Things along that line. You know? Mm-hmm. There's also you know, we're in the south, in the watery areas. Mm-hmm. Supposedly skunk apes, Bigfoot sightings. There we go. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I mean, that seems like that's. Uh, they may have also called this area home and were forced out without any money from the government. No. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean. You never know. I mean, you never know. I'll say that flippantly, but I mean, what if skunk apes are living in the woods alongside this lake? Yeah. What if they're living in the swampy parts of this lake? If it's, because I'm assuming it's pretty swampish in parts. I don't know, because what I, maybe, but like what I read mostly about Georgia is there's not like really any natural lakes. They're all made, so it's just like open. Maybe, maybe not all of them, but like sure. there's, it was like a lot of rivers typically. Okay, okay. That and so that's sense. why they forced this lake to be here for that makes a, sense. a reservoir. That makes sense. Rivers make sense. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's swampy necessarily. Fair. Um, it's been a long time since I've been to Georgia. Sure. We used to have family friends there when I was young. Sure. I haven't been down there since then. I hear you. I remember being humid. It's what I mean, like... Oh, excuse me, like muggy maybe is what I want to say, or like like uh, sticky and yeah, ugh. yeah, that I can see. So again, maybe maybe that's drowning people. Also, the waters have been receding though. A lot of droughts, things yeah. happening. Well, why is that? Earth's fine, climate's fine. What are you talking about? Uh, so people have like started seeing things below the water. Oh like, no, revealing secrets. Yeah, like. You can see the racetrack that used to be there now. And well, that's not what they intended. And the, bleachers and 
the Army Corps of Engineers did not intend this ghost town to be visible. No, because the water was never supposed to drop this far. That's real low. Yeah. Uh, so it's possible that people are just injuring themselves, too. Yeah, you could be tripping over all sorts of shit. Yeah. Uh, or maybe there's lake zombies. Or the lake zombie. There's reanimated corpses that have been... The infamous monster of the lake zombie, just hanging out trying to live his life as a zombie well, in the water. Well, he was like, my grave was totally fine for a long time, and, and now... Yeah, it washed away, and now I'm just living in the bottom of the lake. And now this place has been corrupted by all these bad things, energy, mm-hmm. in the water, and now yeah. I'm reanimated, and now I'm going to go pull people underwater. Because I'm a zombie, and I don't think beyond really that, because I'm a reanimated corpse. Uh, there's also supposedly a houseboat that was there for decades. Okay. People always thought people lived in it. There were lights on and people would see movement. This is a random houseboat that no one lived in. And then it like sunk or something. They pulled it out. Yeah. And the news said the ghosts have been exercised from the lake. <laughs> it's like the local news said that. Don't say these things. Uh, but because apparently nobody lived there, but like people always said, like they the saw lights it. was on. It was, yeah, well, I fucked up the ghost home. That's not great. Yeah. So now we have the I don't know the Lake Lanier uh, hauntings. Yeah, I mean, just even just Lake Lanier. Yeah, it's just Lake Lanier. Just a haunted place mm-hmm. that people enjoy and go for recreational activities. Yeah, and Hang a lot out. of them die. More than and a lot more than them, the average lake. Yeah, and a lot of them don't make it out. Yeah. And there's a whole city. But, like, you flooded the city, and you're like, we don't need to tear on these bleachers. Leave them. Well, and so I, I tried looking up photos and stuff, and there's, like, some photos. You never see, like, a fully structured house, or I didn't, at least. Okay, well, I'm but sure like people rotted away by this point if they left them up there, maybe? Yeah, and people say they, like, when the waters are receding, you can still see structures, like, different things. Maybe they knock things down enough, and like, good enough, you know? Yeah, like, oh, it'll, it, it'll take care of it. It's gonna be right. buried under 100 feet of water or whatever yeah, they it's not gonna hit it. That's what we care about, so it's just yeah. down there. Yeah. Yeah, and it takes up a lot of... It's a big lake. Sure. I forget how many thousands of acres it takes up. I mean, that's... Thousands of acres is a lot of space, so... Yes. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's the... It all started with me looking into that ghost story of the blue lady. Amazing. And then there's really not a whole lot to it, you know? And sure. But then you, like get into the lake and you're like wow this sucks yeah the history of the space is tortured yeah and there's been like i said multiple deaths uh, hundreds of deaths yeah some of them murders some of them accidents some of them whatever some people just go missing sure I mean, the lake takes what it wants i guess i guess so which is horrifying it's a despair soup it is absolutely a soup of despair. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Mm-hmm. It's a scary place. It is a scary place. Don't go swimming there. Especially, like, you know everybody's there at the same time. Of course. Fourth of July weekend. Mass that place amounts is of people. People bumping. Get, 
get lost in the crowd. People are ripping around in boats, not paying attention, nope. drinking too much. What? Absolutely. Drinking way too much. Yeah. And that's how accidents happen, too. It is. Yeah, like, mistakes. You mess up. Get sloppy. That's why whenever I'm drinking on a boat, I always wear my life vest. People well, yeah. are like, why are you wearing that? I'm like, because I might do something stupid. So, <laughs> so I can be found? Yeah. So I don't drown? Why? I'm just going to minimize my chances here. Yeah, like, why not? Planning for the future. Like, it's not that uncomfortable. No. What a wussy. <laughs> he wants to live wuss or just in case. You know, why let a why let, why let a whoopsie turn into an oh no? Yeah, exactly. Just you fall off the boat, like whoops, you just float around, hey. Yeah. As opposed to <laughs> whoops, uh oh, now I gotta swim. Oh god, oh I'm tired, I'm wasted. Oh, I'm wasted. I got two beers in my hand. I don't want to drop these. Yeah. Oh man, I slipped when I was disc golfing the other day. Oh my god, bad? It was like after it rained. Uh-huh. I'd made the the last second decision to drop the beer and not land on my side because oh, it would have been so muddy. Yeah, <laughs> right. I almost held on to it. I was like, "Oh, like that's got to nah, go." That's gotta right. go. It's a casualty. It's a. If yeah. it wasn't muddy, I probably would just fell. <laughs> yeah, like I'm okay. Yeah, keep drinking. The beer made me feel better. Yeah, we're good. Well, Lake Lanier. Yep. Spooky shit with a horrifying past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I suppose if anybody's been to Lake Lanier, I mean, if you see the zombie hand or if you touch the zombie, yeah. Even if you haven't been to Lake Lanier, if you touch the zombie, email us at weirdandfreepodcast at gmail dot com. That'd be something we'd like to hear about. Yeah. Um, you could write your essay. I touched the zombie. But if you've been down there and have hung out in the area, it'd be cool to hear your stories. Um, you can um, follow us on the social medias. The Instagram's a big one. Um, weird and feared. You can support us on the patreon.com slash weird and feared. We got content up there, some behind the veil talks where we muse about after the episodes end. You can leave us a review wherever that's an option because we see those most of the time, and that's pretty cool. That's the least you could do when we appreciate it, you know, beyond measure. Thank you for even listening. Um, but yeah, do all those things and, uh, watch out for like, Spirits. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Do you think they should stay spooky? Yeah, stay spooky. <laughs>